Hello and welcome back to the Nerd Impact Podcast for episode 67. And today we're going to try a bit of a different format as we are covering one of my favorite games at the moment. Uh, we thought it'd be interesting to sort of try a bit more of a, a, a live sort of reaction gameplay style of uh, podcast for us. This is usually when we could discuss uh, video games, we tend to capture clips and then edit them in later. And so we, we tend to discuss the clips so we sort of have them in our head. But uh, as Aiden's not necessarily familiar with uh, the Devil May Cry franchise and Devil May Cry 5 specifically, I thought it'd be more worthwhile to sort of do almost a bit of a patronizing teaching session here. So um, yeah, we'll sort of just dive straight into it that, uh, I mean, Aiden, as I said, you're not necessarily familiar with the franchise? No, no, uh, I'm, I can't remember which one it is. It might have been the first one. All I know is that the Devil May, I think it was the Devil May Cry, it was essentially like, what Resident Evil 4 potentially was at one point, and then they mm. just made a new mm. franchise from it. Yeah, yeah, no, that uh, initially sort of the, the foundations that became Resident Evil 4 were taken in a direction, um, I think it's, was it Tamiya or um, Itsuno, one of the Japanese game designers at Capcom, uh, sort of took this sort of dark, fancy style uh, of uh, game with a bit more stylish combat and sort of evolved that idea into um, Devil May Cry, but foundationally speaking is that it was initially intended to be Resident Evil 4. So, um, okay. you know, the, the Capcom was producing some, some some absolute gems back in the day, but uh, speaking of uh, playing quite a lot of Capcom games at the moment, playing Resident Evil 7 and a lot of Devil May Cry 5. So, you know, they're really at the forefront, but um, yeah, you know, you are correct. There's the original Devil May Cry was um, definitely sort of built from the foundations of Resident Evil 4, but uh, Effectively, the, the the series is well known, very well known for its emphasis on style. Right, this is a character action combat game with large elements of the sort of technicality of a fighting game. So it feels, you know, you, I know you've played a lot of Mortal Kombat and stuff like that, a lot of directional mm. inputs. Um, you know, I don't know if um, if Mortal Kombat has it, but sort of pausing, put combos and stuff like that. So you know, uh, you'll press two attacks, then pause, and then you'll get a different response based upon their pause I don't, I, I don't think no you don't get Mortal that Mortal does. Kombat. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's a big feature of um i know it was a big feature in in Devil, the first devil may cry and also not so much in devil may cry 2 is that was a bit of a, a downgrade but for me personally if i sort of dive into this the series for me is that ironically enough is that my the first devil may cry i ever played was the i'm not sure if you're aware of it but there was a western remake by the british game designer ninja theory so after, yes. after Devil May Cry 4 came out, uh, Capcom was like, we need to sort of shake up the series. And they were like, well, why don't we have a sort of more, you know, they sort of thought the the, the sort of wacky of the topness, not wacky of the topness, I don't think that's fair, but sort of tonality of the original Devil May Cry series wasn't necessarily translating well across cultures, even though realistically speaking it was. Uh, they basically wanted to make a more Western marketable version of Dante and being the main character of the Devil May Cry series, um, is is that you know, and the, so that resulted in in them sort of reaching out to Ninja Theory, who'd made stuff like um, Heavenly Sword, I believe it was, and um, what was it? it it's uh, Extinction something, I believe. I can't remember, but they, they've made a, a lot of stylish uh, action games prior to the release of Devil May Cry, Devil May Cry, as it's known, DMC, DMC, which is well, DMC Devil May Cry, which is a stupid name. But I actually played that back in in in, in 
what was it, 2013, I think it was? They released the definitive edition in, in 2015. And that was met with overwhelming negativity by the community, <laughs> is that people didn't like the new design of Dante without his white hair. And they, there's even a joke in the game where they sort of make fun. It's like never in a million, not in a million years, when he has sort of this white wig on, which is just like Dante's from the first game. But okay. uh, yeah, so I, I started the series that, and I really enjoyed that game. But I can see now, having played Devil May Cry 5, as to why people didn't necessarily like it. Is that the, the level of complexity in the combat is not even remotely close compared to Devil May Cry 5. And for the other entries as well, even from Devil May Cry 4, when you have um, Dante's stance switching and stuff like that. So, sorry, his style switching. Question, but, uh, question for you. Yes. Was, was any of the characters in the Soul Calibur games? Yes. I'm not sure... There's definitely one in um, is Marvel vs. Capcom. There's a virtual features in that. Oh, and okay. He, he was extremely OP as far as I'm wearing that. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I know of the Devil May Cry series. I've just never played them. But um, yeah, yeah. I feel like one of the characters might be in the Soul Calibur games. I could be wrong. I've only played Soul Calibur before, and that was God I'm when I was back in high school. Pretty sure Dante wasn't it. Because Yoda was in Soul Calibur of like five, wasn't he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they've, they've always had weird crossovers. And I think Ezio was in one, wasn't he? He might be in uh, Soul Calibur Five. I think. I think so, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm remembering wrong. But uh, Dante Mon was certainly probably featured. He's featured in a lot of different crossovers. Is he is sort of a mainline Capcom property, and, and the Japanese love crossovers. So mm. <laughs> it's almost inevitable. But but yeah, so I, I, I got Devil May Cry 5. Um, what was it? Uh, I bought it in the Steam sale last year. Yet, I didn't get to play it until, like, January of this year. So I've had a lot of catching up to do with it, because the game's been out since 2019. But uh, I've had an absolute blast playing through it. I, I'm currently working my way through um, Devil May Die as Virgil, because I got the Virgil DLC pack, and that's just been the best thing ever. Like, I, I, I adore Virgil as a hero. Like, just as, as a playable character, his whole skill set, and also his character is just fucking amazing. But uh, we'll get into that. Uh, I'll give a brief rundown of the story later on. But uh, if you want to transition to our new sort of setup in, in sort of gameplay department, which I'll have to see. Hopefully this does work correctly for those watching on YouTube. But for those um, watching on, well, listening to us on Spotify, you'll hopefully hear just a slight background, some of the game sounds and stuff like that, which I hope is relatively engaging to some degree. But if I switch over to our new perspective... There we go, and I need to sort of toggle myself there. There I am. So, if I sort of bring up the game, we are in the void. So, as I was sort of saying to you earlier, Aiden, the void is basically the sort of training room of the uh, the game, and I'm sure you could you can see all this correctly. Yeah. Yeah. So, as I'm currently uh, playing as Virgil with the Mirage Blade equipped, he's got three different weapons. So he's got the Mirage Edge and uh, the Yamato, and his main weapon is the Yamato, the amazing sword that it is, which can basically cut through time and space and uh he's also got the um beowulf these sort of like nice. uh, pair of greaves and uh, a pair of braces as well so you can execute some sort of you know a lot of different uh, combos with this and you can sort of charge up each of the moves to to deal more damage and one of the most as you can sort of see and hear on the side there is that you know he heard the badass there that devil may cry is almost sort of fundamentally built around style so that's sort of marker in the left that we've got the D there is an, is an indication of the style and it's gone up to the C there to crazy and basically depending on the sort of 
it's a combination of both the damage you deal, the damage you don't take, and the complexity of the combos you execute, that you uh, you get more style points. And style points okay. are basically like, so I've got up to six skills, and then it's smoking sexy style is the highest there. Because you basically want to work your way up to the to sort of, it's a way of sort of, you know, expressing your mastery of the game, right? As if I set the enemy to to, to sort of to have uh, enemy damage on, uh, sorry, not enemy damage on, I want to have enemy action on, is that if he goes to attack me now, as he sort of spawns at the Neo-Angelo, you will see that if I sort of build up my meter, it will, uh, if he hits me, I will actually suffer, you know, you, you suffer significant penalty to your, uh, and it's crazy, work my way up, and he hits me, and it resets completely. So effectively, okay. the, whole, the whole point is, is that you want to both not get hit, but then also play in a way where it's stylish to do, which is harder than it sounds, really, because in these sort of, sorry, you have a question? Yeah, no, I was just going to say, it kind of reminds me um, of Tekken 6, where you kind of got the rankings for yeah. uh, um, just your fighting style and not getting hit. And they even did it in the campaign where you, you could, you know, uh, the, the more enemies you racked up and the less damage you took, you got the A, the D2S ranking. So that's it's kind of cool, actually. Yeah, so it's, it's a form of just testing yourself, really, is that you can generally complete the game relatively easy on, on, on almost all the difficulties. But it's it's really the the way that you complete it that matters, rather than you know, rather than just sort of getting through it. You want to do it in a way where it's 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 cool and expressive. And there are a lot of videos you can find online. There's a great guy called Don Guri, he's a Japanese player who does a lot of uh, like combo videos. And, and uh, you can see some people who have cooked up just some absurd ways of uh, dealing damage because in in the way that you also deal damage sort of by sp spam the same move like I just did with Judgment Cut. My favorite part of Virgil's uh, kit, which took me forever to, to figure out how to do, is that the timing for Judgment Cut is based upon, if you look at the controller on the right, the left there, it's basically, yeah. it's not based upon when you uh, press the button, it's based upon when you release it. So if I hold Y, you'll see my sword starts charging with energy. If I let go, he'll dash back and that'll, he'll do basic judgment cut. Okay. If I uh, release, I, I'm terrible at doing doing it on the ground. But if I do this, you can see the sounds different as well. Yeah. Because I'm sort of pressing and holding in a rhythm, and it took me forever to figure that out. And it was really embarrassing because now I can do it. Aside from on the ground, I can do it in the air really easily because it has different timings depending on where you are and what you're doing. So it took me ages to figure that out. But now I can do it sort of almost unconsciously, which is an amazing feeling because it looks and sounds amazing. And it's, it's literally a core, core part of playing Virgil is there's an obscene amount of damage and it's also very convenient. You can weave it into a lot of your combos. But if It's I... very similar, like you said, about like the fighting game kind of style of it is mm. it's like juggling and comboing in any generic fighting game. Like the more you learn how to play a character, the better you can start juggling and throwing in different combos, which... I will say I'm not very good at. Uh, it took me a long time <laughs> on Mortal Kombat and especially Tekken, which oh, yeah. I'd say is is by far more difficult 
to try and learn combos and stuff. Like like you said, that sense of satisfaction you get when you like can start landing big combos or like get the like the special moves in is, is a, a fantastic feeling. It really is, and, and that's the the joy of the style system as well is is that you're actively rewarded for your mastery of it. So the the better you play, the more feedback you get, and it's it's generally as you can see in the top right that I have um sort of like devil face and there's uh, sixty thousand red orbs, which is not many. I spent a lot uh, earlier. Is um basically the the better you do in a mission, so in a, in a sort of campaign mission, uh, as there is a campaign, I think it's twenty twenty missions long, but um uh. Which is quite hard on, on Dante Must Die, actually. I really found myself dying a lot, particularly in the boss fights, uh, as the enemies hit for an obscene amount of damage. And uh, yeah, that's the sort of greatest level of skill expression, really, is, is trying the hardest difficulty. And I managed to actually get uh, a... Well, I managed to do do uh, Cavalier Angelo on Devil May Die with not taking any damage as Virgil, but it took, like, a ridiculous amount of tries. You know, I just keep kept clicking restart checkpoint restart checkpoint every time i got hit and it's like oh but the feeling of actually beating him without taking damage and sort of cracking the move set and and because again as i sort of said is that you you get style based upon your own gameplay but also avoiding the enemy so it's not just mm -hmm. you need to be comfortable with your skill set the tools that you have you need to be also aware of what the enemy is going to do and sort of balancing that is 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 a is a pretty interesting sort of almost an attention game by itself. But uh, as you sort of see, I've, I've switched to Dante, who is the main character of the, se the series. And, and Devil, May, uh, Devil May Cry 5, he's a bit older than he is in the, uh, the other series. But what you can see is that Dante's perhaps the most complex character ever created for almost any fighting game. So he's got four different four different guns. He's got four different, uh, four different as weapons, yeah, as, you, as you do. And he's got four different styles. So here I've got the Devil Sword Dante, his basic sword. I'm in the Swordmaster style. So if I press B, I'm going to get like the summon swords come out. And uh, I can switch to, to Balrog and do all sort of like Capoeira type. And I can switch to Trickster. And that, that button changes from being sort of a a sort of... Um, con it was basically your, your button B on, on the uh, controller is contextual. So depending on which style stance I'm in, and I can switch them like that. So you can, on yeah. the fly, within the middle of combos, switch between styles. And this was a That's big, cool. it's it's ridiculously complex. So I'm, I'm a very, very, very bad Dante player, is that the amount of options he has, because each there's four weapons, but then there's at least like seven or eight moves per weapon, more so for some. And then there's also the, the, just the interaction between your styles. So if I'm in Swordmaster, then the Cavaliers, I'm going to get actually on the Cavalier, and it's going to be different compared to my other attacks. And if you, there's also the depth there that if you if you let the animation play out, you go up a gear with. Uh, um, I mean, it it's it's it is absurd. And so basically, what I find the problem I have with with Dante is it's overwhelming. Is that there's so yeah. many options and choice and and options. Well, as options a lot. There's so many potentials you, you have as to approach a situation that I'm like, oh fuck, I just panic and my brain goes into meltdown. And I'm like, I have no idea how to, to approach a situation. But uh, really, it's choice. And you don't need to, to use it all, but when you do use it, it feels amazing. And I again- bet, I bet there's people out here who are literally like, can get like 
all the different variations and styles in one swift combo, which would just be mad to watch. Like, I mean, from me, who hasn't ever played this before, I'd say you're doing some pretty cool combos, um, but I can, I'm assuming there's like way more you can do with this. Oh, there. I mean, I, I'm I'm barely even scratching the surface because I'm I am very very as I said very bad with Dante and I'm I'm just sort of half concentrating on what I'm doing. But his his Balrog, like depending on your directional input, uh, his you can change between focusing on on a fist style of attack and uh, a a a more grief. So you can see there it's the boot selected. But if I yeah. sort of there you go. If you if you put in a directional input, then it becomes a uh, It becomes sort of more fist focused, and I, I talk about how he has his motorbike as arms. Yeah, um, it's a chainsaw motorbike, awesome. so it's ridiculously cool. And um, you, you got to kill, you got to beat Cavalier Angelo to get that, that uh, weapon. And I love that boss. As I said, I love that fight a lot. But uh, he's also got his, his Michael Jackson hat. So oh, basically. Yeah. You can you can put the hat on the enemy, and then when I when I hit him, I get red orbs. So this is this is an amazing way of um, farming red orbs. Is uh, again, I, I I'm just overwhelmed trying to even think about what to uh, to do here. And then you've also got his devil trigger. So if I switch off weapons, you can see this is devil trigger, and he's even still got his, his sunglasses on. Uh, but there's also the sin devil trigger, where if I uh, hold it. He becomes oh, a really, really cool demon, which has its own set of skills and deals a ton of damage and uh, adds even more, more, more depth to what was already extremely overwhelming. So, again, I'm stuck in the void, so I can't actually change out of it. But if I swap again, because Devil May Cry 5 has three playable characters with the base game. You can buy Virgil's DLC, but... Uh, there's Dante, then there's Nero, who you play as primarily throughout the story. He's sort of like the main character, so he's, he's sort of the main sort of character from Devil May Cry 4 as well. And uh, it's basically... Oh, I should have selected some Devil devil Breakers there. But uh, he is... Oh, I, yeah, I need to select some, some Devil Breakers. Uh, he effectively doesn't... At the beginning of the game, so to touch on the story ever so lightly, is basically Nero's Devil Hunter, as it says, the Devil Hunter Nero. He is sort of working with this great gal called Nico in, in that van that you can see on the loading screen. And he basically sort of, and a mysterious individual comes up to him and uh, basically pulls his arm off, which he has this sort of uh, devil breaker arm. So he's got like a demon arm and uh, it gets um, stolen by a in mysterious individual. And so basically he has to replace it with uh, these sort of, as you can sort of see on the list here, that there's a whole bunch of different types of uh, of devil breakers. So there are all these sort of prosthetic limbs, basically, which all have different effects, and you you equip them um, as a sort of magazine at the beginning of missions. And if I just buy and bulk, just buy all of them, and uh, I don't want to quit the customization. I want to change my magazine. I will show you. I'll just try and showcase some of what they do. I'm, I'm generally pretty bad with uh, Nero. Pretty terrible, almost, I would say. So th there is uh, some of the ones I'm familiar with and some of the ones I'm good at, but uh, generally speaking, I'm a pretty terrible Nero player, as, as you'll probably be able to tell in a second, as we'll just go, sort of go into the void. But the story is, is 
genuinely interesting if you know the rest of the Devil May Cry story is that I think um, <laughs> uh, the YouTube Maxwell said it best that it's it's uh, Virgil hiring Virgil's son and Virgil's brother to defeat Virgil so Virgil can become Virgil. So this whole game is basically okay. is basically about Virgil rediscovering his um, his humanity through through the form of uh, V basically, but. Nero is pretty fun. I mean, he's, he's got the blue rose. You can sort of charge up the shots. You can hold it in, and then the gun will glow, and it does more damage. He's also got the uh, red red queen, which... Sorry, I did I did a devil buster there. That was the wrong move. Um, nice. You can you can sort of rev his... Uh, his, his, his I'm, uh, this is the part I'm terrible at. Is um, the exact system. So depending on when you... you if you hit... Yeah, there you go. When you hit with um, the devil, the one, well, um, the red queen, sorry, is you can see that it's basically got like a, a throttle on it, and you can see it sort of revved up. And basically, mm. if you if you press left trigger at the right time at the end of the animation of the weapon of the attack, you'll you'll get a, a point of uh, of um, what is it? A point of exact, basically, and so he's he's all built around timing, a lot of it. But uh, if I hold um, hold B and use the that is the wrong one. <laughs> uh, that's punchline. But these these are the devil breakers. You can see I've switched switched the arm, and you oh that's my sin devil trigger. Is uh, you can sort of shift. You can either press them. So it's sort of, just, just sort of, yeah, here we go. That's it. So I'm using the Devil Breaker arm as a sort of like movement technique. And if I, if I get close, oh, okay. it does actually deal damage. And for weaker enemies, it throws them as well. So it's a good way of sort of getting people in the air and uh, keeping them there. And you can use it pretty much infinitely. But if you get hit when you're using that, your Devil Breaker will fully break and uh, you'll need to use okay. another. And on higher difficulties, you don't find more in the level is that that's it. Whatever you start with is what you've got. So you've got to make sure you get good value out of it. And, um, yeah, I'm distracting myself now. But, yeah, uh, basi <laughs> basically, Devil May Cry 5, as I've sort of said, uh, the story is effectively, yes, you, Virgil, Dante is Virgil's, sorry, Virgil is Dante's brother, is basically super evil, super evil guy in Devil May Cry 3, and basically he all he wants and cares about is power. And what you probably, you, you will probably care about, Aiden, is that he's voiced and uh, sort of acted by uh, the Quantum Ranger from Time Force. Oh, so nice. So he, he sounds amazing. So if I switch back and to... Now you've said it, I can hear it already. You, you, you can hear it. It's Eric from Time Force. Um, I oh, is it uh, Danny... Dan Southland, I think. Southland, yeah, that's it. And um, he, he, he's basically... He played Virgil in, in all the games. So Devil May Cry 3 is, is probably the what people generally consider is the peak of the story of Devil May Cry, because Devil May Cry really, uh, particularly in, in 5 as well, there is an extent that the story doesn't really matter that much, but it's it's more just a sort of formality in, in, in with the major focus on gameplay. And I think Devil May Cry, most, uh, Devil May Cry 5 is most certainly... It looks amazing. But Devil May Cry... Yeah, you, yeah, I heard that shot. Yeah, that's the, it. Is the Quantum Ranger? So uh, he he sounds amazing, and uh, 
his his voice lines like ashes to ashes down you go and kneel before me and that is is amazing and uh is he just stand genuinely pissed off like he is as quantum ranger he he's he's so dante is a bit of a a like goofy guy but virgil is is no nonsense he's he's very serious and uh all he cares about is power and which is very Quantum Ranger-esque. Which is very Quantum Ranger-esque. So, I, I don't know. It, it, he Immediately, Virgil's character stuck out to me as just being the coolest shit ever. And so I've, I've, I've played through... As soon as I got the DLC, I, I've just, like, pretty much non-stop been playing Virgil. I just love him. It feels... Because as, as I said, as I sort of showed you with, with Dante, he's got four different weapons, four different stances, and four different guns. That is a lot, but Virgil has mm -hmm. just the summon swords, so when I I can just summon swords out of the air and, and hit them, and I can also do other sort of attacks and and oh, uh, contextually speaking, but uh, just juggle them, just to be rude. That's it. I mean, so the, the, the concept and the like kind of design behind this is so cool. Like, it's very like anime, manga type, obviously it's from Japan, so it would be, but like it just, this is what I would imagine like a manga panel looking like in a game or like an anime. But obviously this quality of this like gameplay is incredible. I mean, it, I, I'm, as we, we know from the podcast, I'm a huge anime fan. So as soon as, as soon as I saw the, the sort of trailer of Virgil doing this, just judgment cut in, yeah. is the coolest shit I've ever seen in my life. And of course he's using which is amazing, but uh, I funnily enough saw a really, really great Virgil cosplayer at uh, MCM London last week, so nice. it was interesting. He even had Yamato with... Uh... And there's also a really cool Dante cosplayer as well, which is, he had a huge Devil Sword Dante. But, um, but yeah, I think I've sort of... I, I, well, I haven't touched on V as well, so basically the story of... I keep saying basically the story, I haven't really got to it, because, again, the story doesn't really matter compared to the actual gameplay in my opinion but v this v here uh is the human side of uh virgil so basically what he did is he stabbed himself with the yamato and as i sort of said the yamato can cut time and space and it basically he, he severed himself from his demon side and his human side so his he's basically in order in the pursuit of more power right is that his demon demon form was you know became urizen as a boss you, you fight four four times throughout the game and uh, his demon side, uh, his human side became V, who uh, you can't actually fight by yourself, but you uh, you sort of summon familiars, and uh, you can sort of just stand here and watch as your familiars do all the work. Okay, that's and it's cool. it's an interesting sort of like almost necromancer style of uh, minion management, and you can sort of power them up, and they sort of go into uh, you know their their own <laughs> sort of. Anim AI mode, basically, so if you bad. use your devil trigger, which is that purple bar under the name, I should probably have said. But if I uh, my click my fingers, I summon Nightmare, the final one as well. And you can oh, like cool. jump aboard it and sort of direct it by itself. And um, I can't remember the actual moves for uh, it. sort of like fires out a beam. Uh, if you if you sort of dismount, I get off him again. But uh, but his V basically plays. Some people like V, some people really don't. And I I, I enjoy V a lot. Is that 
it's you can very easily get a very very high style rank and that's not the only reason I like him it's just that it's really quite interesting and fun to sort of when you see people who are really good at V you can absolutely tell but then you can also see you know like people who don't know what they're doing can also feel like they're looking like they're doing cool stuff but I'm not really so doing anything here yeah, yeah yeah so I'm I'm just mashing buttons but it looks really cool right like Something's something's happening and it looks cool and I, I, I like it and the game sort of rewards you but I think it, it, it I wouldn't say it's like noob friendly but it's 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 different in its own way and enjoyable in its own way so I don't know that that's the final final character but um I sort of highlighted and, and uh, shown most of I suppose the fundamentals of the gameplay is that you you do sort of lock onto a target you can jump around and uh, yeah, I, don't, I can show you a campaign mission if you're interested in, in that to sort of highlight the uh, the different sort of what you're mostly progressing through is that if I sort of continue, um, I'm still in the middle of midst of my uh, Virgil Devil May Die playthrough, so this will be very embarrassing. You'll probably see me see me die almost immediately, but uh, generally speaking, that you sort of prog progress through these missions, and uh, here we go. There are a total of like 19 different types of enemy you can fight in this. And okay. uh, this was one of the most annoying, I find. Um, I suppose the question is as well, is like, what's the impact of the Devil May Cry series been for you, especially 5 as you're currently playing it? I have had the most fun that I have had in a video game in a very long time playing through Devil May Cry 5 as Virgil is his theme, which you you probably have heard, uh, Bury the Light, which you'll probably hear as, uh, I've, oh, I've turned the music off, but um, his theme, uh, Bury the Light, is one of the, the coolest songs I have ever heard. It is my running song, so whenever I'm on the treadmill at the gym, Bury the Light is most certainly playing at the same time. And I just, the overall, the overall minute-to-minute -minute gameplay is unlike anything else I've, I've, I've played at all. So the enjoyment I get from it, and the impact of it would be, is just genuinely feeling like a badass. <laughs> I know that sounds a bit, a bit basic, but uh, I think that's the best way of putting it. It's sort of playing like, playing as Virgil is just something else. I mean, I'm not going to lie, you've made me want to go and buy this and play it. Uh, is it PS4? PS4, you can get the uh, special edition on PS4. You can get because uh, you can't actually buy. For some reason, they're not releasing. They haven't released the special edition on uh, on PC, which is oh. bizarre. But uh, it, it's a shame, really, because the special edition includes Legendary Dark Knight mode, which is effectively equivalent to the I think difficulty of Sons of Sparta. So the difficulty just below the one I'm playing at. You can you can see how much damage that the enemies deal. So if I get hit, this guy will take a lot of health off of me. This uh, behemoth, if he actually wants to hit me, no, he just wants to miss. <laughs> you see that? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So this is this is not this is no joke. Is that if you get hit, that's why I'm cheesing a little bit by just floating around and jumping, cutting everything. 
which is a fun skill to, to I've you know had to improve on. But that that's basically like a, a camping mission, and and the boss fights are insane, absolutely insane. As I sort of said, and I'm sure I edit in is a sort of clip of um, me uh, fighting uh, Cavalier Angelo, which was again as I said took hundreds of hundreds of tries. So I think that's unusual for me, as I, I should probably say as as a as a game player, so to speak, is uh, generally speaking, I don't establish my own sort of challenges, I think, in general. Like, if the game sets out to be a sort sort of, if it has a challenge set out for me, like Dark Souls or whatever, it's like beating the bosses, I will do that. But it won't be like, I won't, generally speaking, won't be like, oh, I want to, to beat that boss without getting hit or whatever. But because I enjoy yeah. the moment-to-moment -moment gameplay and I just sort of, the process of learning and grasping and mastering the control scheme, particularly well, just with Virgil, I won't say I've mastered Dante, no, near close, but just just feeling that sense of satisfaction is insane. And so I haven't got it from any any other 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 games provided me with, with the enjoyment of that, aside from maybe Sekiro, and that's it. So the impact of Devil May Cry for me, is, as 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 Devil May Cry Five at least, has been just a fuckload of joy, really, and a fuckload of satisfaction, which is what you want from a video game, right? Is that you know, mm -hmm. I've played through the campaign at least four, four or five different times, but it doesn't matter to me. It's just it's the joy of just playing that and landing the the, the, the perfect judgment cut and getting the judgment cut end and just looking cool. It's just it's just immensely satisfying, and and I I, can't, I don't know any other game that could provide that really. I think that's the beauty of certain games like this, and you know, especially like fighting based games is once you've done the missions or you've done you know the challenges, the challenge then is to try and perfect to your best ability, the character that you want to play the most or identify with the most. Absolutely, and yeah. So, you know, in your case, it's Virgil. You know, I, I totally I totally understand that. Um, and I think that's that's what makes these kind of games so special and unique is because, yeah, okay, you, you know, you'll get a percentage who all like the same sort of character, especially in this game when there's only four mm. characters. But, mm. like, in expanded games or games with more characters, like, you could talk to literally anyone in that community and there's always someone who's going to pick the like the character you would not want to touch them at all absolutely yeah yeah yeah. i mean it's, it's funny because you get people like kuma mains and stuff in tekken right like it's the bear oh, dude that was that was me in <laughs> tekken 6 <laughs> absolutely ransacking anyone with the uh sitting down bear smash oh man i i, I always preferred to play Pretty much, generally speaking, through most of the um, the games I do play, is oh, was, what's the best way of putting it? I, I tend to be a hipster, right? Is that I'll I will try and play stuff that's underplayed purely because I enjoy playing that character yeah. because it's underplayed. You know what I mean? Like I was an anime constantly throughout when all the time I played Overwatch, and Anna was complete piss when they introduced Over, uh, Doomfist. Yeah. But I persisted because that was like the character I enjoyed and I wanted to play and I wanted to be good at it. And even if it's underpowered. It's still like there's a joy, there's a unique joy in beating someone with a character that's fundamentally bad, isn't there? Right? Like yeah, that I, mean, I, I agree. That means you shit on someone, right? Like mm. that. That there's a whole different level of satisfaction in that, and especially like you when we just said when you've learned to master them, and they're like, "Oh, this character's piss," and then you absolutely stomp them because you've actually figured out how to work them well. Absolutely, yeah. Like it, it, it's. I mean, I'm not, uh, you know, a massive fighting game person, but for me, Devil May Cry 5 particularly, in terms of this being the first sort of mainline 
other than the remake, a DMC game that I played, which has the more complex combo focus with the insane amount of options that Devil May Cry has, it's it's opened my eyes to like the the joy of of mastering that. Because generally speaking, I I don't, as I said, I don't tend to engage with that a lot. But the the joy of taking a a, a, a skill set and just refining it is is so satisfying, so so satisfying and rewarding. I mean, this has definitely made me want to get this game because, uh, similar to you, I don't play a lot of fighting games. I, I love mm. more combat. I very much enjoy Tekken. Um, I've dabbled in Soul Calibur and Street Fighter, but I didn't really get on with them too much. So I'm kind of, you know, taking more combat. But this looks yeah. like something that I could absolutely put a lot of time and effort into it and enjoy. And like you said, get the satisfaction of mastering, well, or my level of mastery of a character <laughs> yeah no for sure i i think i think there's a lot of options in demo cry 5 specifically there's a lot of options for people that, that are more you know fresh to it like I, I as i said this is my my first thing i've managed to sort of get through and play up to Dan, dante must die and i'm not like the best player ever but the game has given me the, the tool sets and and the opportunities to, to to learn that and and to progress and and just the satisfaction of it like the particle effects of the re engine that it's built in looks incredible so it, it's um it's a capability of sort of imposing i believe they, they literally used face models but then they also so the mocap actors are different to the face models so all the characters in the yeah. game look really high fidelity and they're all just wildly good looking because they use literal face models and then used the mocap so like the original Dante act came in for mocap for, for Dante and I'm fairly certain uh, Dan Southam did, did Virgil again. So you do get their, their, their character cross and the movements and everything. It's, it's, it's superb. That's cool. Yeah. But I like uh, that. I, I, the game is held, like, came out in 20, 2019, but um, it, I think it's, it's, I'm going to get so much more enjoyment out of this for sure. And I would definitely play a Devil May Cry 6 if they released it in a heartbeat, in a heartbeat. But then you'd have to wait because Virgil is always released with the special edition as an additional playable character, which I don't know if they will do because the way that the story sort of ended up with Delmo Cry 5 is that Dante and Virgil are sort of pretty much working together and they sort of squashed the beef and sort of gotten over it and they got nearer to sort of tie them together and keep them from fighting each other sort of thing. So I think um, it will be interesting to see where they go with the series. In terms of the baseline gameplay that they've built for Devil May Cry 5, all you have to do is change like the weapons, Dante's styles, they should generally keep the same. I don't know if they could add any more styles. They could be even more complex. But if you switch up his weapons and stuff like that, ever so slightly, you can have infinite variation pretty much with the, the, the depth that they've got already. They wouldn't have to change much to make so much different, if you see what I'm saying, if that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, I, I would highly recommend this game if you haven't, haven't really tried it. Soundtrack, insane. All the boss tracks are crazy. Subhuman Dante's theme is crazy. Devil Trigger... Nero's theme is insane. Another gym play this one for me, but Bury the Light is where it's at. Bury the Light, haven't heard that. Give that shit a listen. I'm sure you've heard it. In, it's hard to escape it. It's absolutely incredible. Up there with easily surpassing the Metal Gear Rising Revengeance soundtrack in terms of action game uh, soundtracks. But uh, I'm sure we'll cover other action games like Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. I would like to discuss Bayonetta. I'd like to discuss as well because we've got hopefully got Bayonetta mm. 3 coming out at some point. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm familiar with the character action games, but not one with the depth of uh, the actual potential for combo and the minute-to-minute combat that Devil May Cry 5 has. So that was a bit of a steep learning curve for me. But 
I would absolutely recommend playing the game and uh, just enjoy it for what it is. Like, don't worry too much about the story. Like, there is a recap. If, you, if you're not familiar with the series, there is a recap in the main menu and stuff like that. But if you're not that familiar with it, just 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 try and figure it out. Like, it's it's a cool puzzle almost. You can see all these different combinations you can do. And, and learning, personally for me, learning the dexterity with which to sort of operate the controller has been great for me because coming off stuff like Elden Ring and that where you just sort of mash R1 and press B sometimes and maybe jump and you know in some ways Sekiro as well it's a bit just you know bumper mashing really it's been an interesting switch up to have more complex moment-to-moment game there's more demand on, on my you know dexterity in my fingers you have to do more to achieve more mm. but I think it's I think it's definitely rewarding in that regard so I, I feel like that's sort of all I've got to say on this amazing game but uh yeah Thank you for, for tuning in for this episode. And uh, I don't know if you have any closing thoughts, Aiden, that you maybe get. No, I think you, you mean you've, yeah, you've definitely sold me on this. It'll be definitely something I'm looking at getting. Uh, cause yeah. I, I do kind of like to dip into fighting games every now and then. I mean, uh, last year, yeah, probably early. It's so probably April last year mm-hmm. till about, probably about June last year. I literally was on Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, I just got my PS4 kind of out of storage. Yeah. Got more Combat 11 and, and literally just spent like, I, th- I think it was my, my most played game of last year. They had like this Spotify wrapped for PlayStation. I, I think oh, I'd done like, yeah. Yeah, I think I'd done like 90 or something stupid hours worth of just Mortal Kombat, which wow. isn't a lot to some people, but I like, it was last year where I started really starting my gaming up again. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. this could be something that could match that level of kind of hourly gameplay so yeah i'm definitely gonna look into it but um i think for anyone else who's never played this look at the gameplay from our new format which has been very fun to test out yep. um and and yeah definitely give it a go i think you know everyone should try a different game every every now uh you know everyone kind of sticks to what they know you know yeah call of duties or your forza or your fifa but step out of your comfort zone like fighting games for me are, my, are out of my comfort zone but i really enjoy the ones that i do tend to put some time in and this seems like something that i could absolutely get behind i absolutely would would confirm that but thank you again for, for tuning in for this episode and we will catch you for the next one